Welcome everyone to Wednesday with the Word. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, Wednesday with the Word family, I am so grateful to have this opportunity with you to just come and share with you the Word of God. Wednesday with the Word is the Traveling Pulpit podcast on Wednesday. It is that motivational word to give you that jolt to get you through the rest of the week. And I hope that it helps go and do just what is purpose to do. You know, traveling, traveling pulpit family, Wednesday with the word family. I'm sorry. I'm just so thankful the Lord has given me the opportunity to present myself a sinner to him for the forgiveness of my sin. I'm so thankful for that. You know, every day I wake up, I choose in my mind to serve him. And I choose in my body every day to serve him. But I am still a sinner. And sometimes it doesn't always go the way I want it to go. It doesn't always go the way I think it should go because I live in a fallen world. I live in a sin-sick, sin-filled world. And I live in this world with a lot of other sin-sick, sin-filled people. But it does not stop me from choosing God. And it should not stop you from choosing him either. You see, that is what it all boils down to, a decision. Whether we will serve the Lord or whether we will serve the devil. That's what it all comes down to. Over in the book of Genesis, where everything that we go through, is because of what happened in the garden. Everything is traceable back to the garden. Eve was deceived. She wasn't deceived by the truth. She was deceived by a lie. Then she was shown the beauty and the splendor and the wonder of the things of this world. See, everything was created For Jesus, there was nothing that has not been created that was not created that is not for him, but it has been perverted and it has been used as a tool to recruit for the armies of Satan. And that's what that tree of the knowledge of good and evil was. The Lord God set it up as a tool of discipline. Satan used it as a tool of pleasure, which is why Eve partook of the fruit. Let's read Genesis 3 and 6. So the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and ate and she also gave to her husband who was with her and he ate. Now, the reason he ate is because a couple chapters back when she was first created and presented to man, his eyes were totally fixed on her. She was his desire. There was none like her in all the earth. And he was totally affixed by her beauty, just by how she looked. Her not so much on him, but he was totally affixed on her so that the devil saw he saw this and he used through the art of manipulation he used the power that the Lord put in man against him it's called love he used love against man because he knew the man loved the woman and that if he could get the woman to do his will 
or his dirty work, the man, because of his love, would follow the woman. I believe that was the theory of, of the devil then, and I believe it's the theory of the devil now. Through the art of manipulation, he uses the pleasures of this world to get people, men and women now, to fall. To fall into sin. To fall into uh, the trap that will one day lead man to be separated from God for all eternity. It's happening right now. And it's happened in the garden. That's where it comes from. And that's why we are experiencing it today. We are all sinners. All sinners. Romans 3.23 tells us that all has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But thanks be to God that he has given us a savior in his son, Jesus Christ, who came to this world, not to destroy it, but to save the life of man through those who will accept him as Lord and King. Jesus was at a banquet that one of the disciples named Levi, we know, we also know him as Matthew over in Luke chapter five and verse 29, Levi, as Luke pronounces him as gave a great feast in his house. And he invited all of his co-workers and community leaders in the community that he worked with, that he did business with, that he took taxes uh, with. And he invited them all to his house. And somehow the Pharisees and their scribes were there also. And let me point out that when you're doing wrong, wrong will always be there. Always be there. When you're doing something that is good, evil or wrong will always be there. You ever heard the story of the man who wanted to find God? So he went to various areas of the city that were pretty much uh, the wrong places to be in the wrong parts of town. And he couldn't find the devil. So he went to the church where it's supposed to be a good place. And the devil was sitting there waiting for him, asking him what took him so long. That's what this party was. The Pharisees was looking, looking to cause trouble. They were looking to try and entrap Jesus for something that they could blame him for. Why? Because Jesus came to free the mind, not to trap the mind. The Pharisees worked on behalf of the devil to trap the mind because the trapped mind is the mind that is diseased. It is the mind that is poisoned. But Jesus is the antidote that has come to the world to free the mind. So they are there to try and poison the mind. And they ask his disciples, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus hears this and he answers them and he says, those who have no need for a physician because they are well have no need for one. But those who are sick does. Jesus says, I have not come to call the righteous who are well, but sinners to repentance who are not well. Jesus is the antidote to the sin sickness that we have going on in this world. But the Pharisees are the poisoners 
They are the they are the cancerous cells that poison the mind in this world. And Jesus is the one who has not come to call the righteous, those who are the cancer cells. But he has called, he has come to call the sinners, those who have the minds that will be on him, the mind of repentance. He is the antidote. There was once a man whose mind was so poisoned that he was a serial killer, that he was a murderer, that he was the chief of sinners. His mind was so poisoned that he was one of the worst mass murderers the world has ever known. And it took for Jesus himself to come and introduce himself to this man. And this man went blind for three days because of this encounter. And because of this encounter, he gave up his name. He gave up his identity. He gave up what he used to be. He became a man named Paul, no longer a man named Saul. And he has written for us in his uh, epistles. He has wrote mostly all of them in the New Testament. And over in Romans 12, 12 and 1, he tells us these words. He says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. He goes on to say, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect Wednesday with the word family I want you to know our minds are what's at stake right now because whatever the mind is on the body will follow or wherever the mind goes the body will follow the mind leads the body and if the mind is sick, if the mind is poisoned, if the mind is full of cancer and cancerous cells, the body is doomed for destruction. But if the mind has the antidote of Jesus, if it has the freeing power of the Holy Spirit that is in this world right now, our bodies will become that living sacrifice. We will no longer use our bodies in, in a blatant way or in blatant act of sin as this world wants us to act out upon. This will no longer be a, a world of self-satisfaction or self-gratification. It will be a world where we repent where we turn away from those things that are that God are that God is against. And that we will use our bodies as the living sacrifices that Christ used his body for to sacrifice himself for us. So on today, Wednesday with the word family, I offer you this. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. 
we are not perfect beings. We are not. All of our days, which are numbered, are not perfect, but they are numbered. And we know that numbers are perfect, but we aren't. We are sinners. And the choice is yours. And your mind is what's at stake. I remember as a kid, they had a commercial given to us by the United Negro College Fund. The slogan was, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. If the mind is on the things of this world, the pleasures of this world, the pleasures of the flesh, the excitement, the joy, the feeling this world gives, the mind is already wasted. The mind is already wasted. It's already gone. So much so that the Lord has given the mind over to a reprobate, meaning that they no longer identify themselves as being uh, acknowledgers of God, but they are acknowledgers of self-pleasure, self-gratification. But a mind is not a terrible thing to waste if it is on the things of God. If it is on the pleasures of God, if it is on the promises of God, and if it is on it is on the return of his son, Jesus Christ, Jesus did not waste words when he said, if I go to prepare a place, I will then come and take you to where I am, that where I am, you will be also. He did not waste words when he said that. Because he made a promise and he is a promise keeper. How do we know he's a promise keeper? Because he said he has the power to lay down his body. If he has the power to lay down his body, he has the power to take it up again. Well, guess what Wednesday with the word family? He is up with all power in his hand and he's ready to conquer the, de the, the deceiver. He's ready to conquer this 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 present age that we're living in. He's ready to conquer and be our king and our Lord, our Messiah and our Savior. He is ready. Are you ready? Have you made a decision? The, today is the day that you can make that decision. In fact, I'm asking. I'm 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 asking for you to go into your prayer closet. Wherever your, your prayer closet is, I'm asking you to go and I'm asking you to pray. Pray first for a renewed mind. Pray for a renewed spirit and then pray for your loved ones. Pray for your, your spouses. Pray for your children. Pray for your grandchildren. Pray for your great-grandchildren if you have them, but pray. Because not every mind is on Christ. Some minds are, are on the world. Not every mind is on Christ. Some minds are on the world. Some minds are being wasted right now because they have more worldly thoughts than they do godly thoughts. A mind is a terrible thing to waste if it is on the things of this world. So I'm asking you Wednesday with the word family, go into your secret places and pray so that so that God will hear you, not the world. The world doesn't need to hear you pray because the world cares nothing about your prayers. They can do nothing for you. 
go into your secret place, place and pray. Your spouses, your children, your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, if you have them. Pray for the renewal of the mind. Pray for the renewal of the body. It is time Wednesday with the word family that we get back to Christ through prayer. Wednesday with the word family, I want to thank you so much once again for an opportunity to come and share the message of God with you. I hope that you receive this message and I hope that you put this message to good use in your life. Just know the Lord sacrificed himself for you to give you a right to the tree of life. And that opportunity is given to us right now that we will go and share it with someone through the living of our belief, not the words of our belief, so that someone just might want to be saved just like we are. And I hope that someone is you. God bless you Wednesday with the word family. I pray for you. I love you. I look forward to uh, spending time with you with uh, the traveling pulpit on Saturday. We're going to go a little bit more in depth with this word and we're going to keep this energy. We're going to keep this momentum going because God is good. He is so good. He is wonderful. And I hope and pray that you know this, that you believe this, that you receive this in Jesus name. I love you and I will see you on. I will see you on um, uh, Saturday with Traveling Pulpit. God bless you. Goodbye for now.